0: Wait a minute! This is the edition Unfiltered Podcast. I'm sure you can guess by now what we're going to talk about today or what the next couple of minutes of your life is going to be about. So if you haven't got it, I'm just going to give you a couple of seconds if you're still confused on what we're going to talk about. Take a couple of seconds. All right. Now that everyone's on the same page, here is what I have to say. Birthdays should be holidays, period. For those of you who are not convinced, give me a chance to persuade you, to convince you, to cajole you, to sway you, (laughs) to influence you. But first, before I get into all of the synonyms that I just presented, let's do the word of the podcast. And the word of the podcast for this week is... Boondoggle. Yeah. This is... Fun to say, so I decided to have this as a word of the podcast, boondoggle. It's a silly sounding word for a silly project, so it's useless or trivial piece of work is described as a boondoggle. That's right. So if this is your first time tuning in, I'm saying tuning in like this is the frequency that you're on and listening to me through radio. I'm sorry, I'm old. I will use this word. While convincing you about birthdays and you guys will have to come up with a sentence using Boondoggle. I'm sorry, I just I like the way he says it. So and you'll just comment on the Instagram post or the Facebook post or DM me, PM me, I don't know. Any all of those adjectives that you will need to get in touch with me, all of that. Actually, those are not adjectives. Okay. I'm just gonna go take a English lesson after this. Recording. For now, let's just jump right into this, okay? So, before I get into the reasoning of why birthdays should be a holiday, let me hit you with some statistics. More than one out of three US citizens believes their birthdays should be federal holidays and entitle them to take off from work. Now, this is a study from YouGov Omnibus, and it's a survey that was taken in 2013 between May 28th and May 30th. Those are the statistics, one in three U.S. citizens. Now, I'm giving you just the statistics of the U.S. because I actually tried digging into finding out more if I could, but I couldn't. This is the only survey that I came across that actually had some hard evidence statistics that I could present you with. So if this is just the U.S., can you just imagine, or the rest of the countries? Let's just make an educated guess and assume that one in three throughout the whole world would like to have their birthday as a holiday. But now that I've hit you with some statistics, let's get into the reasoning of why. Why? Why should birthdays be a holiday? Now, I understand that we all celebrate birthdays differently. And I can give you an example myself. I love birthdays. I think birthdays are amazing. I get to make everything about me and make everything special and have everyone's attention on me and have everyone talk about me. I like that. Is that to say I like the attention? Yes, I do. I like it, especially on my birthday, because you get gifts and you feel so special, and everyone comes to greet you, and you get all these phone calls, and it just—it's—it's it's nice. You know, it's a day that you existed, that you came into existence, and obviously you can't remember the exact moment, but every year you celebrate the day that now is. I love celebrating birthdays, whereas my friend is the exact opposite. If I was day, she would be night. She hates birthdays. She hates the attention. I forgot about cake. Birthdays are all about cake. I love cake. Cupcakes, ice cream cakes, just cakes in general on birthdays, just delicious. My friend hates cakes. Doesn't like cutting the cakes. Doesn't like her birthday. Doesn't like the gifts. Doesn't like the attention. Basically just despises when her birthday comes along. So I understand that everyone's way of celebrating or a way of looking at their birthday is different which is why I think that we need to be able to encompass everyone's needs on their birthday so there are some things that we do we do have universal traditions on birthdays like I mean everyone has a different view and perspective on a birthday but we all think of cake and we all think of cutting and we all think of the birthday song and that's something that's even even my friend doesn't like to do it but she still cuts cake and she still or we sing for her that's still something that happens so even though it's despised it's still like a universal tradition that she does and I'm and I know a lot of people from all over the world celebrate birthdays in a very similar way where there is overlap between the tra- between the traditions but there is still some overlap now why I think birthdays should be a holiday is it's because it's a one day you get to I I don't think it should be the one the one and only like you should be married to this day to set aside for yourself but I do think that it is an opportunity to have that one day to just give yourself peace of mind give yourself that moment or that day to just reflect on everything and just just be by yourself and and it depends on how you want to celebrate your birthday like I said it needs to encompass everyone's needs so i would celebrate it with my friends and my family and have a whole day of it and make it as special as possible whereas my friend would like something on the down low maybe even not leave the house on that particular day and so taking the day off or having that as a holiday for your birthday allows you to be able to do both ends of the spectrum if you wanted to another reason why i think taking a holiday on your birthday is very important or should be something that is done worldwide is that it's just really satisfying to do what you want to do on your birthday rather than to have to get up in the morning i mean you do have to get up in the morning but you know have like the set schedule of the work that you have to do with the meetings that you have to attend to like all these things that you have to do on your birthday that you don't want to do i mean you have to do it on every other day or every every single day so why should you do it on a special occasion on a special day you know give yourself a reason to Take a break from that and do what you actually want to do. And it's extremely satisfying. It's extremely, extremely satisfying. Again, you get a chance to reflect on yourself, on the year that's gone and the year that's coming. I know that's like a good New Year's thing, but also technically, a year for you is the day that you were born. And then a year after would be the same day. So it gives you a chance to reflect on you on how you were the past year and how you want to be in the next year or where you want to be by the time your next birthday comes around and there's no better time to do that than your actual birthday (laughs) you just sit there and think about all this stuff might be depressing which is why you need that you need that option to be able to just celebrate and just go drink your worries away if that's something that you want to do and you have a birthday trip i know this is more easier said than done but even if you wanted to have a birthday trip on your birthday it could be possible if you didn't if you actually had a holiday on that day speaking from experience i know this was actually the first year that i was corporately working on my birthday and kind of sucked i remember when i was in school and when it was my birthday or any of any of our my classmates birthdays they would be cake and they would be a card that we'd write to that person and it just be so special you know this person gets all the attention and all the love even even when you're not on good terms with somebody you're still cordial with them on their birthday you're still wishing them happiness and and love and whatever that you do wish this person and I remember on my birthdays we used to get cake and my friends would like trash me with egg and water and cake and just I'd go home really dirty and that that was this is the same case for all my classmates and I would actually look forward not even to just to my birthday but to theirs as well where I could orchestrate things where smashing cake on their face or putting egg down their sweater or something along those lines and it's just everybody in the whole school knows that this it's this person's birthday today which is why they look like this and it just it's nice I mean I'm sure it's not nice for the person who's birthday it is, but it's still really nice to think that all of these people put so much thought and energy into making or into trying to make this day special. And then you know, you come into working and it's just like boring. It's just like a card and a cake in the room that you don't even cut. It's just there for you. And it's just like, oh, it's sometimes it's not even because of COVID. I mean, obviously I was working during COVID because it's my first year. So it was like a Zoom meeting where it's just like, oh, it's her birthday. Wish her like, okay, that's it. I mean, appreciate the wishes, but I don't know if you understand what I mean by that sense of not having to work and instead have spent it with my family on that day. I would have gotten that love and not just a formality. So, another reason why you should take the day off on your birthday. Now, if not the day off, maybe the day after. So, this is something that I don't know if this is just me, but I hate the day after my birthday. It's like, I I don't know how to describe it, but I think it's like when you're on this incredible high and then you just crush down. So it's like the lowest point is the next day. Just like this really nice high all through your birthday and then it just falls the next day, like boom. So maybe the next day to just like replenish yourself and get your thoughts in order and just relax and maybe (laughs) cry about the next couple. Okay, you know what? I do a lot of crying. If you listen to the past couple of episodes, I think my solution or my reaction to anything is I cry. So crying is, is, is what I found is very soulful on the day after your birthday. Just if you guys want to go ahead and try it, try it. Let me know what it feels like after. But, you know, just even the day after. Maybe not just to cry, but to give yourself that cushion for going to work. If you just had like a crazy night out with your friends or you had a birthday trip and you were exhausted. And you just don't want to get out of bed. So you have that cushion to just get yourself again ready to go back into work the following day. So if not the day off, the day after. Not convinced, I know. I didn't think I'd be able to sway all of you into thinking that every single person's birthday should be or not just not every single, but birthday should be a holiday period. That's okay. Maybe I changed. I'd like to think, not maybe, but I'd like to think I did change. But if not If not a holiday, I think it should be an option that you can take a holiday. So I know most adults, not very recently, I mean, I'm an adult now, so very recently are kind of used to spending weekday birthdays at work, you know, with like, like I said, co-workers and work and meetings and all of that. I've actually discovered during this whole research that this year or last year, more and more companies are offering on alternative form of celebration so it's like happy birthday we'll pay you not to work today and i think that's absolutely fantastic Though so this practice is not a workplace standard yet i think it should be so even if you don't want to take the option of taking the day off you still do the companies are like hey don't worry take the day off we'll pay you that's your birthday gift and i think that Everyone deserves that because we all work very hard. We all have a set goal in mind. Some of us have to put food on the table. Some of us have to pay bills. And being an adult comes with all these other problems. And so a company being able to say that to you, just I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I think it should be a practice that should be standard everywhere in the world. And again, always an option if you want to take them on that or not. So I conclude with that. If you think, if you have another argument why it shouldn't be or why it should be, again, social medias, contact me any form of way that you may wish and I shall respond before we go. Or, I mean, I will be going too, so and you will be too. So today, the place that we're going to go to is Tashkent. So Tashkent is a city in Uzbekistan. It's actually its capital city. And it's known for its many museums and a mix of modern and Soviet-era architecture. So there are a couple of things that I found really interesting when I was digging. So Tashkent is the capital city of Uzbekistan, like I said. And it has many, many interesting places for visitors. I actually didn't even know about this city until I did this research. So on the tourism circuit, Tashkent is one of the fastest growing cities in the entire Central Asian region. Now this is based off of an article, so I don't really know how truthful that is. But I just wanted to put it out there because I'm assuming if it's I didn't do much research to to validate that statement, but it is based off of an article. I mean, based off of what I read and what I saw, I wouldn't be surprised if it actually is one of the fastest-growing cities. So there is a minor mosque that has been built very recently, which is really nice. But together with the architecture, there is quite a breathtaking natural world as well think of ice and you think of snow and you think of cold but there is a lake Charv- charva i don't know if i'm saying that right i apologize if i'm not but it is a water reservoir in the northern side of tashkent and this lake is huge the reservoir is actually placed at the junction of two mountain rivers and they're called patkal and skim p-s-k-e-m but what's actually really interesting went to know as if as a visitor is that you can actually swim in this lake yeah you can actually take you can actually take a bath in this lake actually even if you wanted to it has pristine waters and there's like other water sports that you could obviously do on the lake but this is a this is a clean reservoir that you could bathe in i thought it was really cool to mention So the currency used in uzbekistan And it applies to Tashkent, obviously, because it's a capital city. So the currency is Uzbekistani som. So one US dollar gives you 10,630 Uzbekistani som. I'm not going to get into the economics of why it's such a big range, but that's what it is. Now, I'm going to do this people also ask thing where we can put aside any stereotypes against the country. So one of the questions is, do they speak speak English in Tashkent? This is a very common, very, very common question. I used to think it was just targeted towards African countries, but more so recently, I can see that this is something that anywhere outside of the United States people need to ask if they speak English or not, which is completely fair. I think that's a valid question to ask. So to answer that question is English is not nearly as widely spoken in Uzbekistan as it is in Western Europe and even Russia. Although more and more people are learning it and are implementing that language into their daily lives, it's still not as widely spoken as the rest of the countries. But the language that is spoken there, Uzbek, is one of the one of the languages and a lot of Persian ones too. I would tell you what they are, but I don't think pronunciation. I think my pronunciation is going to slaughter the words or the names of the languages. So I'm just, I'm really not going to. If you're really curious, you can go ahead and Google it. Maybe even teach me how to pronounce them. The next question is, is Uzbekistan safe for tourists? Yes. Unlike its neighbors, Uzbekistan is generally safe for visitors. This is another, if a travel question is, do you need a visa to go into Uzbekistan? Yes, you do. All U.S. citizens traveling to Uzbekistan must have a visa to enter the country. I'm reading this off of the Passport Health USA. I can quickly do a search on who can enter Uzbekistan without a visa. So these are all the European Union citizens, Armenia, China, Hong Kong, Macau. Okay, so not a lot, but there are a couple of countries that can and a couple of citizens that can enter Uzbekistan without the visa but you have to go into deep because it says if you're going for 90 days and you don't need a visa for 10 days you do need a visa so it's kind of it's kind of more details if you're going but U.S. citizens definitely need a visa to get into the country all right so that is it for me actually it cannot be it for me because I didn't even use the word of the podcast this week that's really bad I feel like I'm just spoon my work here Honestly, that's what it feels like. Correct me if I'm wrong because at this point, that's what I'm doing. Anyway, see what I did there? Okay, if you want to visit the website, which will has hyperlinks to everything, and I would suggest that you do that. You can also just listen to any episode on the website if you feel you want to. And every information that you're looking for is there. And I also have a monthly subscription where I will send you my latest jams and along with the countries or the cities or basically the places that I talk about with the words of the podcast if you're just looking for a snapshot of the month go ahead and subscribe I promise you I will not spam I hate when people spam me and I will not do the same to you guys stress me but yeah that is it for me today I hope you enjoy the episode and I will see you guys next week